it's time for yet another episode of Club Flashpoint with your host, a highly energized Dale Flashpoint, standing across from a very mellowed out and just happy to be here, Faden Cross. Although I'm Hello. speaking for them, I shouldn't. I mean, I'm feeling good. I'm, I'm feeling ready to do to uh, to, to, to do this. To do Tuesday. Fire Emblem, let's go. No, I'm ready to, to do, do this. Tuesday Fire Emblem? Yeah, to do Tuesday. That was, I don't know, that was like a thing in the Fire Emblem Three Houses community where we're really about to do, no, it was called the Tuesday, do- and it was on Tuesday. Tuesday on Tuesday. I believe. Okay. I'm really- Or maybe I just assume it's on Tuesday because it sounds like Tuesday and it's the Tuesday. See, if I had chosen Fire Emblem instead of Kingdom Hearts, I would understand what you're saying. No, because we would have played Sacred Stones, a much better game. Oh, okay. We wouldn't have played, you know. Do do Tuesday. We wouldn't have played the do Tuesday, three houses. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'm so ready to be here. Oh, me too. I it's... love our, I love our monthly game club podcast. Me too. It's uh it's a game club podcast, like a book club, but with video games where yeah. we pick a game and play it and then talk about it. Yeah. New game every month. This and year, specifically this year, our touchstone games. Wow, you can get to know us through six unique games. Oh my god. Faden chose six, Dale chose six. It's perfect. Wow. It's so great. But what games have you been playing this month, Dale? Um, What's new in the gaming world for you? Because we play other games. Because there's too many games. games. Just too many. I think I want to talk about Like a Dragon. Ishin is the game I want to talk about. is a re-release of a PlayStation 4 exclusive that was launched in Japan, never got ported anywhere else. And what it is, is a historical theater presentation using the characters of the Yakuza Like a Dragon series Mm -hmm. in roles of loosely based on reality historical Japan, 1920. It's historical fiction. It's historical fiction using the character... Uh, Ryomo Sakamoto, who was a Japanese revolutionary back oh. in the time. He was a ronin that helped to fight against the rigid class structure of the era and, and really take down the, uh, the shogunate and kind of create more freedom for, you know, the serf class and the, and the farmer class. Okay. Yeah. I don't, I don't know who this guy is. I'm I'm going off of my memory oh, here, and not the Wikipedia article <laughs> that I did read uh, while, while playing this game. Yeah. But anyway, the more important part is how much fun this game is. It's mm-hmm. it's a yakuza game, straightforward. Yeah. But you got a katana and you got a pistol. It's I, I love dual wielding. 
So you can choose to no-wield and just use your brawler fists, Kiryu style, using what's on the street and throwing at people and picking them up and doing dragon tosses and hurling them through the wall or whatever. Yeah, important to say that, like, uh, a mainstay of the series, Kiryu, um, is, like, playing the role of this revolutionary. Yeah, yeah. It is the the video game model of Kiryu with the hair piece, uh, or the the hair stylized and and kimono and hori that he's wearing. Mm -hmm. He's embracing the role of historical person, Sakamoto Ryoma. Awesome. It's so cool. (laughs) I love that. And then, of course, because of that, you get pop-ups of other characters from the Yakuza series. Like, oh, the rival guy shows up with the eye patch. Majima. Majima. My boy. There he is playing... Um, uh, Ozua. I can't. I can't remember the character. Whoever it is, name, it's but... the gay lover to the main character, and he's just so thirsty for fighting the main character. <laughs> he's like, I want to fight you every step of the way. Yep. Uh, and then that's um, Majima. You that's get... great. I, I don't know enough about the Yakuza you main got... characters yeah. because I haven't played those games yet. But that's fair. this this is solid re release uh, of the PS4 title. I should say. Having no experience with the <laughs> you're PS4 having a good time. Title. I'm having a great time. What I really enjoy about it is just running through the streets and all of the random quests. Yeah. The, the the Like a Dragon series is known for their outrageous side quests, and they're all here. <laughs> There's one recurring character that I come into who is an aspiring sumo wrestler. Uh, but he because sumo wrestling is so difficult, he has to spend all of his money on entry fees. It has not oh. enough money to eat. So oh, no. I cook food for him and he give him these really great meals and he'd be like, oh, thanks to you, I won. And now actually I've got a little money to pay you back for all of this. Oh, hey. Cute stuff like that. Or there's this one really fucked up one where you go to the bad side of town and oh, there's this poor dog who's on the side of the road. and Oh, well, I can help him and give him some medicine. And you come back and the dog's hurt again and you see these just jerks who were like, yeah, we had a good time kicking that dog, didn't we? And then you beat the fuck out of the jerks because, of course, why would they beat up that dog? And that's what Kiryu does. He just beats the shit out of people. It's so much fun. (laughs) And the uh, I think one of the important things that the Yakuza series do, they all have these mini games. I was just about to ask. The mini game uh, like side thing to make your money is just Harvest Moon. They give you a plot of land and a, and a little farm patch, and you can grow vegetables and then cook the vegetables I, <laughs> into different foods and recipes. I was literally watching a, a, a show yesterday, last night, uh, called Tuka and Birdie, and there is a bit where this uh, the like boyfriend of the main character is playing like an RPG like MMO game with his friend, yeah. and these characters are like, ah, oh, come slay the dragon with us and stuff. They're like, nope, we're too busy collecting plants and farming. Hell yeah. And I'm like, this is all games now. Like, My partner made a point, it's like, oh yeah, this is just... Games. They all have a Stardew Valley. There's sim. a Stardew Valley Harvest Moon in there somewhere. <laughs> somewhere. <laughs> it's really fun, really cute, and uh, really badass too. Of yeah. course, during, when you're when you're doing the fights and stuff on the streets, you can choose uh, barefisted, just wield the katana, wield the katana and the gun, or just wield the gun. I don't know why you would never wield katana and gun. That is the coolest thing ever. It's called the Wild Dancer combat style. Hell yeah. And you do these outrageous spins with the katana, and like you'll do a 360 and like spin the blade while shooting the bullets. It's, <laughs> that is awesome. But here's, here's my counter-argument. Oh? Because when you use just the gun, it's an unlimited ammo cannon. 
<laughs> There's no need to reload. You could just bang, 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 oh, bang, bang, really? bang, bang, bang. Yes. It's literally an unlimited ammo cannon. So, so long as you're in the right distance, you can usually stagger the enemy in two or three shots and just like stun lock them. Stun lock them with bullets. It's so silly. Oh my God. There are, of course, combos to do that's more than just. Bang 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 bang. But when you can do that, why not? See, this is something I think that's kind of interesting now with like Yakuza Seven and them going in the direction of a Dragon Quest game. Yeah. Uh, the combat is just kind of fine for like the Yakuza games I have played. It does get a little bit annoying the more you play the games and you're constantly running into a group of enemies. More thugs. Just. Over and over again, and you have to stop everything you're doing, stop the quest you're wanting to do, stop the fun mini games, and you have to fight these people. Mm -hmm. And there is something about the turn-based aspect of Yakuza 7, which makes me go like, I, I don't know, I just, I can handle the battles easier. It's something that feels more engaging to me, but maybe that's my preference for its turn base, as opposed to like, I like beat-em-ups. But I don't know. The Yakuza ones kind of wear is on me. Really, just to beat them up. You're just yeah. button, 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 buttons. Yeah, I, I, I... it's the turn-based thing was fun. Yakuza yeah. Seven is fun. Yakuza Seven's fun, but so is Ishin. But so is Ishin. It sounds like, and it's all on Game Pass. So I should try these. It's I need all, to, uh, every I, single one, even the one that just came out. Oh yes, I I need to get more into these games. I, I it's testosterone soap opera. You'll love it. It it's straight camp. It is straight camp. <laughs> it's great. <laughs> oh, what about you, Faden? What did you play this month? I played a classic. I went back. I uh, played a game. Opened up the box, the, I, the the dusty old cardboard box. Right. Blew off my Steam decks. Got all the dust off. Uh, <laughs> and I I, I I finished the game finally that I couldn't finish like 15 years ago. Wow. I beat Final Fantasy VII, the original, and that was great. It's probably going to be the Genova theme, actually. 
It's definitely gonna be the Genova theme though, because that fucking it's so good. whips. It's so good. <laughs> it's so good. So yeah, I played classic turn-based action, not turn-based action, turn-based RPG, Final Fantasy VII, and it was a lot of fun actually. I used to kind of be down on this game because I was one of those people who's like, well, eight's clearly better. Why are people talking about seven like this? Who would know? Who could have foreseen that a critically acclaimed game would actually be good? I know, right? <laughs> critically acclaimed game, Final Fantasy VII. Good? Wow. Good. Un- wow. Unbelievable. It's also not good as ten. I like 13 better, too. 13-2? Lightning Returns? All, the trilogy. All of it. Well, 13, it's just called 13-2, and then 3 is called Lightning Returns. Oh. Come on. I'm sorry. You, come on. I should know this by now. You should know this by now. <laughs> I only just talk about it all the time for some reason. Constantly. <laughs> and... The thing that I love really this time around that it really didn't vibe with me, it was actually just Cloud as a character. I felt like I understood Cloud more, like who he is and what he wants. I was pretty young when I played the game originally, so I the the, the mental trauma of it all wasn't hitting me, especially sure, as sure. I didn't cope with my trauma yet. And so now I'm like, oh, shit, I see the signs. Uh, Man, rip to Cloud, he's had a rough life. Feel bad for the guy. I also just Yuffie has grown on me too. I I like a materia stealing child. Okay, that is just constantly shit talking people, but also has very human moments. So okay, the thing that spoilers for Final Fantasy VII, I guess. Uh, spoilers for a twenty year old game. Yes, but also to be fair, I I'm playing this because Rebirth comes out in a couple of months, and there are a lot of people who haven't finished Final Fantasy VII. And who maybe don't know. But we're going to talk about the most iconic death probably in video game history here. It still hits when Eris, or Aerith, I guess, is her now new name. It's Eris in the original release for English. But uh, when Eris gets killed by Sephiroth, it still is affecting, but not because of the moment of it happening. It was the scene after of the characters reacting, especially the specific party members that you brought into the uh, level. And so we get, I got a great moment of Barrett breaking down and crying uh, at Eris's body and then going to Cloud and about to, like, touch his, like, take his hand and, like, you know, place it on Cloud's shoulder to comfort him and just can't do it and just has to run off. And then Yuffie just, like, goes over Eris's body, says a prayer and stuff, like, looks like she's about to leave and just, she just starts breaking down. And then it seems like kind of almost goes into a manic laughter, too, though. Oh, jeez. And then, like, in front of Cloud, and then she just embraces Cloud and just, like, hugs him, which nobody hugs Cloud. And then Cloud hugs her back. And I was like, fuck. I'm getting I'm getting hit by the feels. The feels. It's also really good because the boss fight you do right after she dies is just playing her theme. Mm, I'm like, oh, heavy. they know how to do it. They know how to make games. Yeah. Makes me infinitely mad that 16 exists, but, you know, we don't need to talk about that. I already talked about that. (laughs) And the music's good. You know, the music of Final Fantasy VII, it's just good. You can't... I know you love dancing, man. Oh, I'm a Kefka fan. (laughs) You never even played six. I plan to at some point. (laughs) Are you going to just play the even number Final Fantasies or the odd number Final (laughs) Fantasies like you do the opposite Kingdom Hearts thing? Well, I want to play six because dancing mad. It's iconic. That's true. I, tr- I have to play an entire JRPG to hear my favorite song. <laughs> but yes, I will do it. I will do it. You'll do it? I mean, Someday. I like 6. 
I, I can't. Sp- that'll be the game I talk about when I finally do it. That'll oh yeah, be my that'll be my game before the game. Oh okay. Yeah, yeah. That'll be that'll be cool. Maybe someday. Maybe someday. Only if you get to dancing mad. That's the only rule, right? if I get to dancing mad. That's the rule. <laughs> yeah. Which means I beat the game. Um. But the ending to Final Fantasy VII, that's the thing I, that's actually really stuck with me the most. So I got spoilers for the whole game. Spoil it all. If you're not ready, I'm so sorry. Just skip ahead until you start hearing music for the next game. That's a good indicator that we're done with this conversation. The planet is about to get struck by this giant-ass meteor. Kill everything. And as it's coming down, the uh, ability holy that Eris has planned comes into effect and, like, creates like this wall to block meteor but it also like has an unintended consequence of like starting to destroy like midgard and everything and it's oh. really getting bad and so as holy is helping meteor destroy midgard the planet's life stream just comes out and uh it's like all these like green tendrils to start pushing at the meteor Whoa. and like everyone you get a shot of cloud's face and then you get a shot of eris's face of uh, her in darkness and the green bubbles of the life stream appearing around her. It's one of the first shots of the game. So the first shot of the game is actually the last shot of the game. And then it just hits credits. You don't know what happens. Whoa. You don't know how this pans out. And then you get a post credit scene that is one of the party members, Red 13, with presumably his children running through a barren cannon and then like getting on top of a cliff. They see Midgard covered in uh plants but you don't see any humans and the the last note is just children's laughter and it's really one of those things where it's very ambiguous they don't tell you shit yeah and i love it i just love it because i'm like did they all die did everyone just die to the, the life essence of the planet and like we're hearing the children's voices because it's part of the life stream it's all now just part of the nature whoa or are we you know, are the humans all alive and just off somewhere else? And they abandoned Midgard and its ideals of destruction of the planet. And that's also really nice. So you just get to sit in ambiguity. You don't you don't get to know what's happening. Cool. It's not cool. like Final Fantasy 16 where you literally see children reading. Well, not reading, but you see their book of Final Fantasy by the brother of the main character. And that made me want to scream. Amazing. <laughs> I Truly awful. No ambiguity. No leaving, letting things lie. My favorite part, though. No, never mind. I'm not getting into this. I'm not getting into this because people are weird. <laughs> but yeah, Final Fantasy VII. Great. Who knew? I Sephiroth was a punk. Kicked his ass every way to Sunday. That was fun. Yeah, even though Sephiroth destroyed the solar system. Even though Sephiroth's supernova did literally destroy the sewer system. Did literally destroy the solar system. Yeah, so how does... How does Earth? I don't know. Okay, I don't know. The planet's not Earth, but you're still in the same solar system as Pluto, Mercury, Venus, Saturn, Jupiter. They don't have all of them. They don't have Mars or Neptune. Yeah. Huh. But it also blows up the sun and makes it big. Yeah. (laughs) Ultimately, the damage only deals you down to one sixth of your health, which sucks. It does suck, but. He also has a move that brings you to literally one HP. Oh, that sucks more. Yeah, but if you just queue up with X potions, you fully heal. I don't have to do shit. Oh. He was also firing beams of, like, hey, let's turn your characters into frogs. But I had two characters that had ribbons, and they just stood there. Ribbons just negate all (laughs) status effects. Nice. And they wailed on him. (laughs) So Sephiroth, easy. 
Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Are we we ready? I think we're ready. Are we ready to talk about this month's game? It's time. It's time to duel. It's time to duel. Pokemon, the trading card game for the Game Boy the Color. Game Boy Color, which you Hell can yeah. play on your Nintendo Switch on the Nintendo Switch Game Boy. Yeah, I have to have an online service, unfortunately. Yeah. That's really if garbage. You pay money to Nintendo, you can do it that way. You know, or, or you, you could do it better it, means. Yeah, by getting an eBay and buying the Game Boy and then buying a Game Boy Color to see the colors on Pokemon trading card game. Or just emulate it. Or just emulate it. <laughs> find find a copy off the back of a truck. Yeah. Should I buy this unopened box of Pokemon trading card that hasn't been shipped from Japan for $600? No. Oh, but okay. you know what you should do? It's six copies. Jesus. Pokemon. No. <laughs> <laughs> you should be doing an elevator pitch, which is something we'd like to do it here. It's my turn for elevator pitch, isn't yes, it? Yes, it's my touchstone game, and okay. so... You have to give the elevator pitch. Can I look something up for a brief moment? No. Okay. It has to be off the dome. Oh, okay. Is it important? I don't think it is. I think I'm right. Off the dome. Okay. Well, hey, it doesn't matter if you're wrong. That's right. Who's going to Who's gonna stop us? Okay. All right. On your mark. Get set. 30 seconds on the clock. Go. All right. So listen, Johnny. Trading card games are hot right now. They got the gatherings of magic and shit. They got the Pokemons on the Game Boy. You saw that. That was crazy. What if we take the Pokemons and put the gatherings of magic in there? And then it's a real game already, but we put it back on the Game Boy. I'm telling you, man, it's layers of immersion that you're never going to have considered before. So we pick a Game Boy game of a trading card game of a Game Boy game. Isn't it amazing? I think it's amazing. Magic the Gathering's good, too. Time. <laughs> so wait, I'm confused. You... I think Magic the Gathering came out in 92. On the Game Boy? Magic the Gathering as a concept. Oh. I don't know. Pokemon trading card game is very inspired by Magic the Gathering. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Oh my yeah. god. Yeah. yeah. The Pokemon yes. trading card game is based off of the Game Boy game Pokemon. Oh, so right, they put yeah. Pokemon the Game Boy game into a trading card game in the physical world. Yeah. And then they took the the physical oh, trading card getting, game getting, and yeah. put it back onto the Game Boy. See, these extrapolations. These are layers of yeah. here. This, it's immersion. Yeah, you just got it. The, the meta, uh, there's a word here that would make more sense than meta or immersion and layers. It's, it's got... Multifaceted. That's it. Multifaceted. <laughs> sure. Yeah, so this is my touchstone game. This is the game that it's got me game. into card games. Okay, okay. I... Was the only one in my school who knew how to play the Pokemon trading card game because I was given this Game Boy game because my parents were like, "Well, this is this is easier than buying them cards. Hmm. They can play with that themselves." They can play with that, yeah. And so I would teach other kids how to play the Pokemon card game. I would also beat them mercilessly. I not mercilessly. I wouldn't try to. I would tell them like, "Hey, 
you can do this. Remember to attach energies and stuff every turn if you can. You know, just various advice I'd constantly give. But yeah, yeah, they, you're super helpful. But where we grew up, yeah, yeah, they uh, it was hard. It's hard because it's hard. It's hard. if you don't play the game, it's that's a lot of rules for a kid still. Like, it's a good game for kids to learn, I think. Learn rules of trading card games, for sure. It's a very good first trading card game. Yeah. So, yeah. So, the the, the Game Boy Color game, which also could be played on Game Boy. Fun fact. Backwards compatible. Yeah. Even, it was even back in 94, 96, 7, I think. Well, Six, let me tell you. Seven, 98 sounds right. It's seven or eight. So this was released in 97, 97. in Japan. Okay. So we 2000. Got it in, in 2000? Yes. Oh. It was a late Game Boy Color late. game. Uh, developed by Hudson Soft. Love them. Great. Kirby. Kirby's so good. Kirby's so good. Mario Party's so good. Party, Mario Party's so good. <laughs> Perfect six out of ten games. Uh, published by Nintendo, obviously. It's... Something that was interesting, they said some features were missing. Obviously, color, if you were playing well, yeah. on the Game Boy. But I couldn't actually find a list that told me all the uh, missing features. It was oh, very I strange. I can tell you one. Uh, when you use the card recover, it doesn't actually work. That was a missing feature. <laughs> the card... I'm being, I'm being facetious. Oh, 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 oh. Yes, you... How was your time with it overall? You struggled. <laughs> I had some frustrations. You struggled with this children's card struggle- game. Okay. <laughs> I did struggle with this children's card game for a, for a time. Um, and I think part of that was my experience with Magic the Gathering. Yeah. I'm going to blame it on the physical trading cards that I spent a lot of time playing in college. Magic the Gathering can be fun. <laughs> But what I find to be the most frustrating element of trading card games is luck of the draw. Yep. And Faden was really insightful and helpful in showing me ways to minimize luck of the draw within Pokemon trading card game. And once I was understanding of these methods and once I... Got over my villain shit complex. But explain your villain shit complex for the audience, please. Because this was a stunning revelation to find out. My paladin's oath. The card energy removal is not to be used. For it is evil, and evil will not sustain. Yeah, you got some carryover from the Drake Redcrest character. <laughs> Listen, Magic the Gathering. There's a concept called Annihilator. Annihilator yep. is when you activate... Uh, uh, it's when you attack. It's when you attack and you remove permanence from your opponent's battlefield. Yep. And that can be their land base. There's also a strategy, I think, that specifically targets blowing up lands. And large and wide, the player base of Magic the Gathering has agreed, don't do that. Dick that move. is not fun. That is a dick move. People that do that are generally not played with whatsoever. So that is in not the prefrontal cortex, but maybe the postfrontal lobe of my brain while I'm playing this game. And I see energy removal. I'm like, mana blow it up. Nuh-uh. I'm not going to mana blow up anyone. That's evil. You know who doesn't care? The uh, uh, NPCs, the computer, the AI. They do not give a shit because they have no morals (laughs) and ethics. And once Faden pointed that out to me, I was like, well, fuck. Uh, yeah, that'll probably make the game a lot easier too. 
But also, unlike Magic, which I think is important, there's not much interactions you can do to your opponent's cards. That's another valid point, and especially at this time, yes, this is all the game has. These are... It's the first this three is the sets. First three sets of Pokemon trading card games. Yeah. So that's all that's available. Like you got to work with what you, you have, have. Gust of Wind. You have Energy Removal. You have Super Energy Removal. Like yeah. you don't have much. And the tools at your disposal. Sure, they might feel a little evil at first. A little Gale, greasy. A little greasy. <laughs> My Paladin's Elf. But uh, it. Uh, it uh, it was something to get over, and once I did, this game became a lot more fun. It really did, <laughs> especially playing against you, Faden. <laughs> and um, there were there were several battles we did where it was no villain shit. There was a few battles with no villain shit. No gust of wind. No energy removal. Gust of wind is not villain shit. Gust of wind is villain shit. <laughs> <laughs> uh, for context, gust of wind, you swap the Pokemon on the bent uh, uh, on the field for a Pokemon on the bench of your choice, and this is your opponent's field, I should say. You play Gust of Wind, and then you make your opponent change Pokemon. It's so mean. It's pretty mean. <laughs> it's really mean. It's not evil, but it is mean. It is mean, evil villain shit. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I guess basic premise of the game, it's Pokemon, so you have to go to the eight gyms, yep. get all the eight badges. And there's a professor who will help you along the way. There's a professor who teaches you how to play the game. While sending you seductive emails with winky winky smiley face messages. A lot of winky faces in those emails, What's up, professor? Dr. Mason? What's going on? What's going on, Doc? <laughs> <laughs> Did you get the card pack I sent you? Wink. Wink. <laughs> hey, I included two in this one. Wink. Wink. <laughs> there might even be three. It's going to be a hard battle. It's going to be wink. Damn, you're fighting the Psychic Gym Master? Mmm. You're doing really good. Wink. And then once you get all eight gym badges, you fight the Elite Four, called the Grand Masters in this. And then you fight your rival again. Classic Pokemon Classic shit. Classic Pokemon shit. Then you collect the legendary cards. A Moltres, an Articuno, a Zapdos, and a Dragonite. Nice. You well, didn't beat the game. I didn't beat the game. It's okay. I, I wanted you to at least get to the Grand Masters. And I did. They can be ridiculous. The Grandmasters were tough. They humbled me. Even with the strategies that you told me, I was still finding myself hitting walls because they just had some better cards than I did. Well, that and the AI are way smarter. Yeah. There's a there's a really noticeable step up like from some of the yeah. gym masters, yeah. but then to the grandmasters, they're like they're they are peak players. They're programmed to hurt you. <laughs> they are programmed to hurt you. They're also so, fun fact, there is a sequel to this game that never came out to the U.S. Love it. Uh, uh, it's the Here Comes Team R. Ooh, who's Team R? It's Team Rocket yeah. because it's the Team Rocket sets. It's the dark Pokemon. Uh-huh. Which, what was that, the second expansion pack to Pokemon or something? No, it's, it's, we're talking about like, we're talking about fourth or fifth maybe? Because the the one we are playing is the first three. The first three. Yeah. Le oh, okay. Okay. It's we have, I believe, Coliseum. No, no, no. Those are those are fake packs. Oh, those are fake packs. Those are fake packs made for the game. I love it. The sets we have are the basic set, mm -hmm. jungle, fossil. Okay. I don't know. What that's that the means, name of those sets. Okay. That, that, that's the name of those sets. Just like Return to Ravnica. Yeah. Or uh, here comes the monkeys. <laughs> or Alonzi, the Doctor <laughs> Who curse shit. <laughs> Or, yeah, or Street Fighter. Not Alonzi, Alonzi. I know, I know it's, but I feel like British people suck, so you know. Or um, Fallout. 
Fallout. Yep. Commander. Okay, cool. <laughs> Wizards of the Coast is just buying things left. Well, no, they're licensing things. Buying the licenses too, right? Yeah, yeah. It's so funny there's going to be a Final Fantasy set and Square Enix Entire has their set. own Final Fantasy trading card they never promote. I love I love I love the square funny. choice. <laughs> let's have a whole let's have a whole magic set. Not even a a secret lair. Not even a small smattering. No. Not even a commander deck. No. A whole Lord of the Rings style set. A block of cards. <laughs> a block of cards. And I'm a mark. Anyway. What <laughs> 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 what's some of the decks you had for this? The first... There's also Oh, sorry. Before I you know, sorry to cut you off. There's no story to this game, by no, the way. No there, there's, there's no story. You just go to place, you kick ass, you fight your rival, who's not even shitty. He's just like, hey, let's duel. I'm going to get the cards first. Ha-ha. I'm going to get the cards first. Want to duel? Here's my new cards. Yeah, here you go. Also, you won. Here's a promotional card. <laughs> cool, thanks. And then you can find, uh, I'm going to say the name wrong. Oh. Imakumi? Imakumi? Yes. The weird dude. The weird Japanese pop commercial dude. Based off a real guy that I have no cultural context for. So I was very confused as a kid. Me either. Cool music. I like the music. Cool music. Really weird music. His card makes his active Pokemon confused. I don't know why you'd ever use this card. Because it only works against him, right? Well, no, no, no. It's So if you beat him enough times, you get his special his promotion special card. Amakumi card, yeah. Right. What does it do? It makes your active Pokemon confused. Oh. <laughs> yeah. That's not good. No. <laughs> I Oh. I've been like for years I I just can't find a use for this card. Huh. There's no Pokemon that's like wind confused. Maybe there do super damage. I don't think there is in this set. Slow poke or slow bro. No, or... I don't think so. Huh. It's so weird. It's very weird. <laughs> Um, but the decks your I decks used, you're using. Yes, uh, I started out with the Charmander and Friends deck because Fire is awesome, and that's what I did on Pokemon Red. Uh, Charmander's Charmander. great too. Charmander's I mean, great. how can you beat Charmander? It's like a little lizard, a little sweet little salamander. So cute, so cute. <laughs> and uh, as I progressed, I was really interested in sticking with Fire type because Charizard's ability is just crazy. <laughs> put, put energy on Charizard; it's fire energy. You can spend it to do 100 damage. Yep, that's awesome. That kills all Pokemon in the game. Every single one. Yeah. There's no Pokemon that has more than 100 health. This is low stats, as opposed to where we're at now, where I believe I saw a Charizard that has 330 HP. Holy poops. That's just more HP than Pokemon game Pokemon. Yeah, yeah. Or that's the upper limit. What are we we doing here? (laughs) Are there lots of damage-dealing moves now in the Pokemon? I guess it's not important, because I'm not going to play it. (laughs) (laughs) So I picked that, and then I got interested in uh, fighting Pokemon. Um, a champ and Hitmonlee and Hitmonchan. Stretch kick. Stretch kick is so good. Just attack the bench. Be a jerk. Why yeah. not? Hit, yeah, Hitmonlee. Evil just... villain shit. Evil villain <laughs> that's shit. Not, that's just evil villain shit. <laughs> evil villain shit. AKA playing the game. Just winning and playing the game. Just trying to win, not trying to throw. <laughs> <laughs> what are you talking about? I beat you. You did. There was one game. So the, the very fun part about this is playing against your friends. Pokemon yes. trading card game is the best when you're playing against your friends, and especially like even in the same room, like like the olden days of the Game Boy. Remember yes. when Game Boy was a social game? <laughs> pulls so, out boomer glasses. <laughs> pulls out boomer glasses. 
So something that's really cool about the Switch emulation, they added uh, multiplayer support, mm-hmm, which mm-hmm. that's it was amazing. I've never got to play this game with anyone because nobody else had it because nobody else knew how to play. Right. Uh, oh, when you do get the game, it comes with a special promotional card, though, in real life. Mew. No, it's a Meowth, right? It was a Meowth. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, it was the Game Boy Meowth. Because something special about this game, they have their own Game Boy variants of Pokemon. That do special different attacks. And yeah. Stuff. And because they can code things, it makes it easier. They don't have to think about physical card rules. Yeah. Or flipping coins. Or flipping coins. <laughs> they just program coins to always land tails. Yeah, coins have a specific seed every time uh, uh, you load up a match. And, and whenever you Dale... use the card recover, which is flip a coin if heads take something out of your graveyard, which is awesome. Graveyard interaction is great wherever you go, Yeah, w- whatever the show. Uh, <laughs> so bad. every time I used it, I would, of course, flip tails. Yep. Every single time. Too I bad used that's it like the only. times. Too bad that's the only graveyard recovery. It is the only graveyard interaction. But yes. some is better than none, so I tried it, and it failed me every time, so I just abandoned the concept. <laughs> if there was more cards that let you do more interesting things for, to the, your graveyard, I maybe that would be more viable. There needs to be a Pokemon's power where it's flip a coin if you uh, fail one more time, do a reroll, reflip. Roll that 1d2 again. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be nice. But there isn't. Nope. Um, any Instead, other... there are cards like energy removal, where you remove energy from your opponent's Pokemon. <laughs> Evil <laughs> yeah. villain shit. Yeah, and for those who don't know, energy is how you use your attacks. When you look at a Pokemon card, you'll see energy types on them, like Pikachu has an electric energy that it needs, or <laughs> if you see a star symbol, colorless. Colorless. Could be any energy. Could be but any energy. But you need at least that number to fulfill the cost. Sometimes you have to discard the energy to use the power. It's yeah. a tricky game. It's a tricky balance of resource versus reward. Mm-hmm. And that's like trading card games, though. Yeah, that's just trading card games. Uh, to win, you have to either collect all your prizes or knock out all your Pokemon, or all the Pokemon on your opponent's bench and field. Collecting and prizes is kind of interesting. So you'll deal I, out yeah. your hand to yourself, and then each player will de- deal uh, four to six to, I guess you could do as many prizes as you want, really. Yeah, you literally can do as many prizes. But the typical in matches these days is just six. Six is the six standard, is the standard. Format, okay. format. So anyway, six cards from the top of your own deck to then give to back to yourself as a reward when you knock out your one of your opponent's Pokemon. Yeah, That's it's, a really interesting concept. It's supposed to represent, like, the and when you play Pokemon, your team that you have on you. That's why oh. it's six, because you can have up to six Pokemon yeah. in the games. Okay, that makes a lot of sense. Yep. It's, kind, it's, it's, it's a backwards form, in backwards, a way. Yeah. Because when you knock out your opponent's Pokemon, it's... The equivalent of just... They only have five Pokemon left. They have left. five Pokemon left, yep. Yeah, yeah. That makes so much sense. <laughs> I know. It was something really cool. I was like, ah, that's neat. I love that. What other decks did you experiment with? Um, uh, Water type. Because I think at this point in Pokemon, my favorite Pokemon is Poliwhirl, Poliwag, Poliwrath. Poliwag, great. Poliwhirl, Poliwrath. Great, great. great just It's so cute. And then it just becomes this big dude, big guy. I love frog dudes. Frog dude with fists. Gonna and, punch up. And swirly bellies. Big swirly belly. Dynamic punch. <laughs> which is not a move in Pokemon trading card game, but... Does it in the game's game. Does games. it in the game's game. So anyway, that was a lot of fun to play around with. Um, one thing to consider is that the type effectiveness of Pokemon is still considered. So like the rock, paper, scissors nature of fire versus grass versus water, that's all still there. 
even with the flying and the fighting and the normal and the psychic and the yeah. So when you have a card that has a fist energy, which is like the rock energy, it's fighting it or rock. But but so this is the thing. So they also condense Pokemon types. So fighting energy contains ground type Pokemon, rock type Pokemon, and fighting, and fighting type, type Pokemon. Pokemon. Colorless contains normal type Pokemon and flying Pokemon. Yeah. I like how they condense it. Psychic, psychic carries a wide sometimes variety. Poison, sometimes normal, sometimes ice. <clears throat> yeah, yeah. Uh, and grass contains a lot of poison in it. A lot of poison in grass. Yeah, that's actually, no, get... that's where all the poison is. There's well, no poison in psychic. I don't think. Grimer. Is Grimer in psychic or is Grimer grass? Grimer's in grass. That's right. I can never remember. Gr- yeah. Grimer always confuses me. Pokemon resistance are considered, so you know you could have a Zapdos, and it doesn't get hurt from. Fighting that much, you minus it's a blind thirty type. damage, yeah, yeah, because it's a flying type. So I like how it still considers the type. One of my favorite flavors is every Pokemon has a level. Yeah, that means it's an arbitrary number that is meaningless. Though it is continuing the great Pokemon trend of Dragonite is never going to be level fifty-five. Never, even though that's the level he evolves at. He, they, it, them, Pokemon, Pokemon. Even though that's the level the Pokemon evolves at, you still have a level forty-five Dragonite for a card. Yep. Just like Lance's Dragonite. Just just like Lance's Dragonite. The man who complains about evolving Pokemon too early. <laughs> just like Lance. Just like Lance. <laughs> Goofy. So, I do have to say it, though. As much fun as I had playing this game with you, mm-hmm. my ultimate takeaway is that Pokemon trading card game made me remember how much I hate trading card games. <laughs> it's tough. It's tough. Because it's a very specific genre of play, and there's always going to be a luck factor in the cards. Always. Yeah. And that's just what you got with trading card games. But hey, it's not poker. It's not poker, which is just <laughs> luck. Which... Well, and bluffing. And bluffing. What? Oh my gosh. Can you bluff in trading card games? Yeah. What? Yeah. But like how? You just be smooth. Just got to be smooth. Be casual. When you announce your things, don't announce it with strength. Announce it with smoothness. Like Exodia, your turn. (laughs) (laughs) Disarm them with the voice. (laughs) Uh, I would like to talk about some of my decks, though. Yeah, yeah. What kind of of things did you build? I built a really kick-ass fire deck. Hell yeah. Mostly predicated on the move Flamethrower, which you need to have a lot of energy for, because when you use Flamethrower, you have to discard a fire energy card attached to the Pokemon. Isn't it two or three fire energy? It's one. Fire Spin is two. Fire Spin is what I'm thinking of, yeah. Yeah, that's Charizard's final. I almost said it's final smash. But it's it is, Charizard. Right? Yeah, yeah, it is. It, oh, I love the animations in this game. They're good. They're really good. They're evocative of the Game Boy Pokemon game, mm-hmm. but in kind of a more 2D planular way. The stretch kick is always good mm-hmm. where you see a leg just stretch out from the card. Yeah. <laughs> or or fire spin where you have flames just spin all around the screen. Oh, good stuff. I uh, I like it. And and the second game improves. There's a like there is a kick animation they add where it kind of looks like a sexy lady leg is kicking (laughs) (laughs) the Pokemon. It's very, very like, look at those gams. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. Maybe that's just me. It just seems it's a very femme leg. I don't know. Maybe this is me projecting. I better see this later. (laughs) You gotta see this later. Um, And yeah, so this fire deck is Magmars, Moltres, but the fancy one that pulls fire energy out from, uh, from your deck. I gave Dale this deck list, kind of. I didn't give it fully at first for some reason. Uh, I made use of it, though, and it worked pretty well. It's a good deck. 
just you just go hard. You have to attack fast, attack quickly, have your Charmanders get built up a little bit mm-hmm. while your Magmars are doing the bulk of your attacking. Yeah. And then hit them with the Charizard. Hit them with the Charizard. 100 damage. 100 damage. You're out. Bye-bye. You're out of here. Nobody's resistant to get fire. Get out of here. <laughs> I Wait, water's had... resistant to fire. But it isn't. There's no actual resistance to fire in the game. Oh. Yeah. Really? It is. Not all of them have it, which is also interesting. That's wild. Oh, yeah. Ice is water sometimes, too. Okay. Lapras. Lapras. I always forget Lapras is a nice type. Lapras is good. I love just water gun. Throw more energies on it. Bigger water Bigger gun. Bigger water gun. <laughs> <laughs> I got 15 water energy on this Lapras. <laughs> I had a, uh, a, a Machamp fighting deck that was okay. Machamp and Dugtrio were the main drivers okay. of the team. I had my Zapdos and Dragonite deck, which is fun. Flyers. Flyers. Gotta love flying. I know have a new Dragonite deck. That's a Dragonite Dragonite deck. Dragonite Dragonite deck. Okay. So we got we gotta try that at some point. I think so. <laughs> um but yeah, I, I just I enjoy the music of this game. It's very good. <laughs> the music's very good. Almost all of the music is like very It's classic up, upbeat. Yeah, it's upbeat. Yeah. It's upbeat. There's good combat battle themes. Gym leader themes felt tense. Yeah. And then the Grandmaster theme says, and you're like, oh, no. <laughs> I'm spooked. <laughs> this is scary. It's 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 like a stress song for me because I had such a hard time beating them as a kid. <laughs> They're tough. So many hours. I was just also bad. This time around, I mean, I kind of smoked them. <laughs> oh. With okay. my fire deck. It was pretty easy. I like for, Like, I did all the challenge cups, too. I didn't have to retry any i just went through all of them easy peasy nice i played this game a lot yeah yeah the thing i like about two is the ai is improved i can't do the same strategies anymore they will just kick your ass oh mm-hmm. they're uh, a harder difficulty yes right from the jump good good or bad depending on if you're me or yeah, you. that's true <laughs> that's true you might not like it as much probably not but hey you know you can find english patch versions of the game easy easy peasy if anyone's interested, I recommend it. Should we get on to some questions? It might be time. It might be time for some questions.
our first question today comes from Bean Sprout. Does it make you want to buy physical Pokemon cards? I assume it's just like playing the physical card game, which, good assumption. And a few years ago, yes, and I did. And then I realized, ah, this game's still just alright, though. I like having some cards, then I kept some of them, got rid of a lot, donated it to some kids of, uh, like, co-workers. Yeah. They loved it. Um, I would not. Yeah, this doesn't make you want to buy, go out and buy cards? Nope. (laughs) Magic's already enough. Magic is already too much. And Flesh and Blood, of course. Flesh and Blood is the greatest trading card game on the market. Find it at your local shop now. (laughs) They're they're coming out with a new set that's focused on brawlers. It's going to be so cool. Our second question from Nerd Ferguson. Does anyone actually play the card game, or do they just collect them? I don't see Pokemon TCG clubs and games like I do MTG, specifically Arena. So, it is interesting. There is a Pokemon Online trading card game you can play right now that is free. They have, I think, revamped their platform to try to be more like MTG Arena. No kidding. Because there used to be an old app that lasted for, like, uh, since 2011 to almost 2020. Whoa. Yeah. They they were... Do- and you would buy packs, and they would have codes, so you get the exact cards in the packs you just opened... That's kind of ...into good. the game. It's really... I was I, I thought that was always clever and nice. Yeah. It's... Hey, I bought this Dragonite. Like, when I was uh, collecting cards back in the day, mm-hmm. I bought this Dragonite deck. And so I could just have that deck in my game. And it was nice. That's so That's so good. Very considerate for the consumer. Don't know why Magic doesn't do that. What the fuck? Yeah, mm-hmm. what the fuck? Wizards, where are you? And in my childhood, nobody played the game. I think that has changed now. I have heard from people who have worked at game stores that Pokemon is fairly popular to play at game stores. I believe it. It's, you know, it's accessible. People love Pokemon. Yeah. There's a part two. Do you want to do it? Do you think Pokemon are used as a meal source and people kill Pokemon with a show just glossing over it? A, the show doesn't gloss over it. This is a very specific memory I have. During the Titanic episode of the Pokemon anime, James is specifically imagining a magic carp cut into pieces and served up as a dish. They eat the Pokemon. They eat the Pokemon. And it's acknowledged. Uh, yeah, don't they like farm Tauros? I don't know why I have that. There's in my a head, safari a... hunter that hunts the Tauros. That might be what. That's I'm the of. one where they couldn't air it because James has boobs. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Fucking Americans. They're so tame. <laughs> so, uh, and then the next part is: Do you think the actual Pokemon TCG players are annoyed at the resurgence of the Pokemon cards craze, especially for celebrities to get Pokemon cards for exorbitant amounts of money? knowing that the celebrity probably has zero clue on how to play and is just using it for collector's items, or do you think they enjoy it because renewed interest? People like Post Malone, who plays Magic a lot and buys the One Ring for $2 million, people seem to like that. While I've also seen a lot of negative sentiment that Logan Paul buys the Charizard for $4 million. Well, that's because Logan Paul's more hateable, yeah, but Logan I don't Paul know why sucks. Post Logan Malone... Paul is such a good wrestler. <laughs> he does suck, though. <laughs> it's a really good wrestler. I hate it. <laughs> uh, and uh, I don't know. I think we could get on Post Malone buying the One Ring for two million as a hate. I'm on that hate train. I don't care. They're, I don't. I don't care about either of these two men. Yeah. Um. And I'm sure that people the, who are invested in the hobby probably feel more passionately. So here's the thing about the craze aspect, though. The about the uh, the the influx. The uh, 
the fever pitch. Are you gatekeeping? Nerd no, no, Ferguson? No. no, I don't think that's not that. <laughs> <laughs> it's more about, yes, people do hate it right now, but not because it's so popular. It's because of the way scalping has started to work in our society. Just print cards. Currently, absolutely. But currently, for example, there were Van Gogh Pokemon cards that were being released and uh, a whole bunch of scalpers and people who are buying multiple copies stormed rushing there, like trampling over people, oh, geez. pushing. Uh, it was just a madhouse. Yeah, people got hurt. Very embarrassing. Not like severely hurt, but people were just, it, it was just a disaster. And they couldn't contain themselves and they were being very bad. Yeah. <laughs> and also just unhinged at the Van Gogh Museum. Not a good look. It it's just not great. Nobody likes this anymore. Mm-hmm. And now they then flip it and sell these like Pikachu with the hat card, goofy card, kind of cute, but also really goofy to think about. I think Van Gogh would like a Pikachu, like as a concept. I think Van Gogh would look at Pikachu and go, "That's a guy. That's a cute guy." I don't know about Eevee though. No. I don't know about Eevee with a hat. I don't know if you'd feel the same way. <laughs> but for some reason, I strongly feel that Van Gogh would like Pikachu in a hat. <laughs> yeah, it's all embarrassing all around, honestly, I think is the actual problem. Because we have this stratification of people who have the means and the time and the ability to poach these poach things the and flip them for a profit. Yeah. Little 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 capitalist piglets. Uh, as a fan of Warhammer, I know the pain. <laughs> they do limited run the releases far too frequently. Oh, miserable. Yep. Miserable. And to uh, uh, end the questions, we have Hilver. What is your favorite Pokemon card art in the game or across all versions of the TCG? And can you rank in order playing games handheld, playing games at a desk, and playing games on a TV? Thanks. Love these questions. Let's do the ranking first. Okay. This, this feels easy. This is easy. Because it's changed for me, actually. Has it? You At the top, first. playing handheld. Getting my Steam Deck and emulating and being able to play kind of anywhere, even on the couch, great. Playing at TV is the next. And playing at desk is, is at the bottom for me. I do not really like playing at my desk as much as I used to. But I have better games at my desk, unfortunately. That's the dilemma. Darn, I thought I had this. Did I just mess you, you, you up? You just toppled me. Uh, damn. Because I do have more games at my desk. That's where I play the games the most, usually. Right. But, but it kind of sucks. It. Yeah, <laughs> it kind of sucks. It kind of really sucks. Couch is number one for me. Couch and TV. Yeah, couch and TV. I would go handheld next and then desk last. Yeah. It, it, that's where all my good games are, though. I get this fucking shrimp posture, just sitting with a curved-ass <laughs> spine, playing these good games. <laughs> oh, let me stretch out for a second, <laughs> thinking about it. Uh, and so do we want to talk about our favorite Pokemon TCG Yeah, art? you've been taunting me by I've been keeping it a secret. You. I want to know. You go first. No, you already know mine. You go first. <laughs> okay, so I brought it here for Dale to witness. <gasps> oh, in mine eyes. <laughs> So why did I not guess this? I'm I have to leave. So we're playing a TTRPG that Faden is GMing, and Faden dangled five experience. If I could guess just the Pokemon, and of course it is Faden's favorite Pokemon. So <laughs> yeah. how could I not guess this? It's so funny. <laughs> that is a cute little guy. So what this is is Dragonite, 
But it's a promotional Dragonite card from Pokemon the first movie That's where so it's bad. the Dragonite with the messenger bag. And it has stuck with me forever oh God, since the so movie. Cute. And I've always wanted this and I decided to get one. Thankfully, cards like this were – this was like – Three dollars. Oh yeah. When I got it, so, so I thought, why not? I've always wanted this card as a kid. It has a supersonic flight for three colorless. Flip a coin. If this, if tails, this attack does nothing. So you know, fifty-fifty shot, which means for Dale, it's a zero shot. Sixty damage. Zero. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Pokemon Power Special Delivery. Once during your turn, before your attack, you may draw a card. If you do, choose a card from your hand and put it on top of your deck. Not bad. Kind of a neat brainstorm sort yeah, of card. Yeah. Card draw. The art's great. The art's great. It's like Paper Mario almost. It's very, it's very, it's very two D and simple. flat. Two D, yeah. yeah. And the other Pokemon cards I generally like, you can find a lot of. I can't remember the artist's name. I was trying to find it. There's a lot of like clay drawing Pokemon. Yes, they're so good. The clay it, art just, is the awesome. clay art is awesome. But Dale, what about you? Mine is the very first Pokemon card I ever came into possession back in kindergarten. Holy cow. Uh, uh, Did you say Kinter? Kindergarten. <laughs> it might have been the first grade. <laughs> <laughs> but it is the basic Pokemon Pikachu, 40 HP. The just original card art Pikachu guy from yeah. like set two, set one. Chubby Pikachu. Chubby classic Pikachu oh. with the sparky little cheeks. And this is the bad one. This is the one that has gnaw for one colorless, yeah. 10 damage. Or thunder jolt for 30 damage, one lightning, one colorless. Flip a coin. If tails, Pikachu does 10 damage to itself. Yeah, that, that, that's this kind of a bad rip. one. Yeah. Um, sorry, I did need to say, by first three sets, I meant the base set, Fossil, and Jungle. Base set has two sets. Okay. There was a second base set that came out after. That makes sense. Yeah. But it's still part of the base. But it's still part of the base. And. Wow, that's a $4 card. I know, you could just get those cards to have, and it's nice to look at sometimes. I like looking at the Dragonite when I'm flipping through my card book. I have a section of my card book that's all the Dragonite cards I kept. I got rid of all my Pokemon cards, but the Dragonite one. I'm still so mad. (laughs) Five experience points. Lost, because you couldn't choose the simplest answer. The simplest answer. It was dangling right in front of me. (laughs) It would have been funnier if I was wearing my Dragonite earrings, too, at the same time. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, So, Dale... Are you excited to end the year out with my last touchstone game? Oh my god, we are ending the year. Yes, yeah. I'm so excited because I've already started it and it's already really good and Star Wars is a fun thing. So, we are playing Star Wars Knights of the Old Republic. The, the Bioware one. game. The, the Bioware one. game. And uh, I, I have also been playing it again. It's so good. I can't wait. I can't wait to fully talk about this game. <sighs> It's going to be great. It will. We'll also do kind of a Game of the Year special, I'm thinking. Yeah, a little yeah. Quick, quick list of our, our top picks. Top picks. Uh, submit Game of the Year categories to us. Oh, yeah. Those are always fun to go over. Yeah. Silly yeah. Game of the Year categories, fun Game of the Year categories, serious Game of the Year categories, yep. sad Game of the Year categories. Just just send categories to us. No really. emotion whatsoever Game of the Year categories. <laughs> no. Zero emotion. <laughs> and, yeah. So... You can find me at Twitter at Fade and Cross. I sometimes post there, but I also post updates and ask questions. You can ask me questions via that, or if you know me, you can ask me via Discord. Um, uh, you can find me 
on the auto battler Warhammer Soul Arena yeah. uh, at Dale Flashpoint. Hell yeah. I will play auto battler with you. <laughs> Just the Warhammer one, though. Just the Warhammer one. Yeah. Yeah, that's it's, fair. I think free because uh, I haven't paid anything for it yet. <laughs> <laughs> but then again, I do have the Google uh, Play super special because I'm a, I'm a Google P1. Google has all of my info, blood type. You know, social security number, all of that. Ancestry. Ancestry. DNA. They, they got it all. Hair at, follicles. At this point, I fully submitted to Google's machine. I know that Great. scares the shit out of you. Sub to Google. Got it. That's me. <laughs> but anyway, I'm excited for next month. I'm so excited. So why don't we stop doing this and go play Star Wars KOTOR? Right now? Right now. All right. Until next time. Talk See you to next you later, month. family. Bye. <laughs> family? What? <laughs>